y'all. Welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Of course, before we get into today's episode, I have to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors. And the sponsor for today's episode, episode 21, is getting out of work early. Have you things you need to do, like maybe learn how to properly phrase sentences, like I just did that last one? Do you have things you want to do? Are you soaking wet because of the rain and you just want to leave work? Try leaving work early. It's really great and effective, especially when you have great leaders in cool management. Leaving work early. You get paid less, but you get paid more in time. Thank you so much to our sponsors, and that sponsor is super relevant today because the reason why I am recording this podcast right here, right now, in an empty apartment because I am just hashtag blessed right now. I literally don't know what's going on. I have no roommates home because I left work three hours early, like in in about 25 minutes from when I'm recording this right now is when I would be clocking out. And then we get like this 20 minute window to, it used to be for something else, but now it's just pretty much my drive time home, which is great. So it's like I get home before I'm even off work, which is fantastic. It's weird. I don't know, unions and costumes and, and something, something, yada, yada, whatever. But I um, I'm very pumped about that. I got off at 11.45, I got there at 7.15, and I've worked at 7 the last three days, or it was 6.45, 7, 7.15 today, it'll be 7 tomorrow, I think, let me double check, doesn't really matter, but yeah, oh no, it's 6.45 tomorrow, and then it's 3.30 the next day, and I'm like, y'all, can we just not, but um, yeah, so that's been a little rough. Not been a fan of that. But I was soaking wet. It was raining today in Anaheim. And just to give you like, tell you a brief little story. Um, well, literally when I say brief, I'm just going to say pretty much my pants were so soaking wet that when I took them off, when I changed in the bathroom at work, because luckily I'd brought pants like a change of clothes with me for like a completely unrelated reason it was dripping water, like a puddle of water was on the ground from just my pants. And then my shoes were soaking wet. I was walking on water. It was insanity. And it just happened to be that there were a lot of, I mean, there's always, at my job, that's that's the thing is there's always so many people just standing around doing nothing at my job that that it, it, it's funny because it's like, no, well, okay. I feel like the issue of like, well, we don't have enough people is like never an issue at my job, which is nice because they properly schedule and then they over schedule. And then also there's just not a lot to do. So I, regardless, that's fine by me because I was able to get out earlier because I put in a early release request, which is something that my job does, which is very cool. Perks of working for Disney. They do this thing called an ER, an early, re- early release. And if you put in a request for that, if they're ever at the day point of the day where they're like, yeah, we can get rid of some people, they'll look at all the ER requests and go, okay, well, this person actually wants to go home. So let me see if I can approve it. Or, oh, hey, they said they want to go home at this time. Can I make that work within my schedule? And I got to go home sooner than I want my ER to. And it was just great because like my hands were freezing. It was so freaking rainy and just terrible and horrible and awful. So I got to go home. I also just like was not feeling it. I was really, I'm just, I'm feeling better now, especially that I've been able to just kind of like chill and relax and eat something and whatnot. But I've just been so exhausted with these like 7 a.m. shifts. But I think the thing that's like taking a toll on me and like my subconscious 
is the fact that the schedule is different every day. And I don't know if that's just like a me thing, but because of the fact that I can't like, I guess, pre- like my, my body can't be like, oh yeah, you, you gotta be up at the same time. And obviously, okay, if I was working 6.45, 7, 7.15, I totally could just wake up at the same time as I needed to for a 6.45 shift. However, that's already really early. And I, I don't know, like I would rather not wake up at 5.30 every single day. I know there are people out there who do that. And I know that was like a big YouTube trend and whatever. And something that I've been kind of like happy with, especially since moving to Anaheim, is that I've been, and honestly, I think I think what happened I mean, first of all, I was just waking up early because of the fact that I've been working so early and then my days off, I wake up early. But two, I swear this might be, this, this might be stupid, but I think because I moved from Florida to California and my body had gotten used to Florida time, I somehow, like my internal clock is like, yeah, no, just wake up earlier even though it's later in Florida time. So it's like permanent jet lag. That's not because I don't feel like I'm lagging. If anything, I'm ahead. So I, I don't know. I, that might, that might just me be, be, that might just be me being crazy, but I, okay. I'm going to turn on my camera real quick. Hold on. Oh, I thought I was going to make a sound. I'm, I'm gonna do a little vlog footage of this. I just thought of it. My, my camera was staring at me. Sorry, I'm a YouTuber. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I don't know if that's like my, I, I don't know. I, does that make sense? Like that, I I don't know. Okay, I, I can't just keep, the, I, yeah, I'm. That's, that's where it's just like, huh? Like, is that what it is? Is that why it's been waking up earlier? But also because of the fact that I've been waking up so early for work that like my internal clock is just now kind of waking me up earlier, which is honestly great because something I've been doing, especially on my days off or when I'm working later, is I wake up still at like 7.30, which I feel like that is a primo time. Uh, Like waking up at 5.30, not cute, not a fan, that should be illegal. Like that's not, no. But if you're waking up at 7 or 7.30, even like 6 30 still a little too early in my book but like seven is like a really cool time because it's not it's it's still very early but then I can take my sweet ass time getting ready in the morning and I was getting on my morning walk at like 8 15 I'd go take a shower just take my time getting ready whatever just throw something on and then go on my morning walk call my mom and then by the time I get back it's like 8 45 maybe nine, but I just walked almost a mile and a half and I got to talk to my mom while doing it and then getting my, you know, vitamin D positive ions or negative ions or the ions that are good for you from the sun and all that shit and just being outdoors and doing exercise and just, and then, and then I have so much of my day left. The only thing I'm not a fan of is going, you have to go to bed earlier, but I feel like if you're waking up at seven, it, it like I can go to bed at 11 is it yeah if I go to bed at 11 that's still like a reasonable hour to go to bed it's not too late it's not too early and then I get eight hours of sleep if I go to bed at 11 and then wake up at seven 
or even 7.30. Like, that's so... So that's what I've been trying to do. And just with working at 7.30 has not been... Pardon? Oh, my freaking ice machine is loud. Um, but yeah, so that's been something I've been very pumped about. Uh, okay, so we're a few minutes in. We're more than a few minutes in. But let's go ahead and take a sip of our water. If you don't have your water and your straw, get on it. Um, I should... <laughs> in my... In my... Okay, this is this is a, another tangent. Um, I want to make a video of like my favorite Amazon products. I've like wanted to make that for a while because I find them really interesting and I find good stuff from them. Ice machine, can you not right now, please? I mean, I'm glad to know it's working because I literally went in there and there was no ice in there. Thank you, ice machine. Gosh, I don't even know if you heard that, but I did. Um, but I like watching those videos because there's things that I've found that I'm like, oh, those are good products. And like, I have like, like I have a video that I'm editing right now of like my favorite MacBook Pro products and a lot of those are from Amazon but then I have like my plastic straws that I have my reusable straws uh it's like a pack of 32 and they also fit in the tall Jamba Juice and Starbucks cups which is why I needed them and then they're also just great straws they're not bendy so you can't really put them in your purse or whatever but like I put them in my backpack they fit into most of my backpacks and stuff except I I think they fit my lounge fly one they just don't fit in a purse but like they fit in your car and i've got a whole bunch of other dumb shit but um anyway uh let's take a sip of water because see i drink out of a hydro flask because i am a visco girl if you didn't know that you didn't watch my visco girl transformation videos i mean hmm. any who's all uh but those are those are so loud and a, and a little a little cup with well, a it's a big cup actually it's a medium-sized cup let's not be exaggerating here and a straw hopefully you don't get as much sound from the, from the sip and i just drink so much water i also have a soda and a smoothie that i made earlier so mm. we got a little smoothie action going on there too okay so damn it hold on sorry i was asking my roommate about this earlier i wish they made like seedless strawberries but i don't know if there's seeds in strawberries but that's not what i mean i mean the outside boys the little guys that hang on tight on the outside those are the worst because then they get like in your throat like that just happened right now and then i'm like and then they get in your teeth and just and on your tongue and they're so sometimes so big and so i wish they made like seedless strawberries um strawberry people if you're listening please make it happen but or if there was a way to like de-seed them like what if you soaked them and end up at that hollywood that would just probably make it mushy and i have frozen strawberries anyway okay besides the fact uh what was i okay so honestly i this is not what okay here's i don't okay i oh no that's my that's my personal heater for that's another thing that's not an amazon buy but like my favorite things like thing things not just like my favorite thing like my favorites and it's makeup like my favorite things my personal heater i think i got from walmart for like 20 bucks this my i've knocked that shit over so much times so much times so many times um but what i i think i've talked about this on the podcast before and so please 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 i apologize if i've done that but i've never promised that this was going to be good nor um coherent you could say anyway in my bullet journal which i talked about in the last podcast um i which which is a thing i have now a bullet journal 
not a podcast i've had the podcast for a while but the bullet journal i've been really jamming with and i okay so when it comes to my bullet journal and podcast collectively i was watching i think a vlog from Haley fam and in her bullet journal she had an entire page dedicated to her podcast like it was like episode five like because her she just has she just came out with a podcast with Lillian uh don't know her last name she's like at all things Lillian but whatever they just came out with this podcast and like so far I'm liking it it's just kind of like an audio form of of not their not not their personalities that's the wrong way to say that it's whatever anyway it's it's this podcast called call me candid so far I'm enjoying it if you don't like Haley Pham's content you might not like the podcast it's a little bit different than her content. I think they're marketing it as a business podcast. This podcast is not about promoting her podcast. It's about where my brain was going with that. She had a whole page in her bullet journal dedicated to episode five of her podcast or, or whatever episode it was. It was like episode five and like notes. And like that, I think also because of the fact that my podcast is not a, it's it's not like a, in today's episode, we are talking about what the best type of denim is like you know what I mean it's not like and today's episode is talking about um SEO on YouTube or whatever the hell it is just a waterfall of consciousness oh my god I did the thing I said the name of the podcast in the podcast oh my god (laughs) but um I also okay very unreal I need to stop this recording I was recording like a little time-lapse bit for Wait, did I stop it? Stop. I don't want to record anymore. I was recording like a little time-lapse bit for my um, for my room of the podcast. And then I thought about when people have video podcasts. Like, do you, do you watch a video podcast? Because like, to me, the whole point of a video, like a podcast is that it's not visual. But like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, it's interesting to me of people who choose to watch a video podcast podcast over listening to it but maybe they like the physical i don't know because sometimes i've thought about that before like should i make a a youtube channel for my podcast like should i video record my podcast but one i sometimes just look like a mess and just like I'm, i'm staring off into space and that would not be a good video but two like the point of my podcast is it's not a video anyway um i i I think the reason why I don't like the idea of having a whole page for one episode is because I just kind of talk about shit. But like on, I, I do have a brainstorming section and my YouTube section is a lot more full than my podcast. My podcast section is just kind of like things that I thought about. Oh, I have moving back to Florida start on here because in the last episode I said I was going to make a whole episode about that. I, um, I will. Today's episode is not going to be that. Maybe, oh, Oh my god, am I gonna batch episodes? <laughs> oh my god, wow, I might do that because my roommates are home. <laughs> um, okay, I might. Hold on, let me double check. None of them are on their way home. That's the most important thing. Oh yeah, because we're gonna get into this. This is okay. Oh, I'm so. Oh my god, I I literally remembered where I was gonna go with that because I didn't start talking about it yet. But then I looked at my paper and I was like, oh no, it's not on here. And my whole point of going on this tangent was the fact that I have a notes section for my podcast, more of things that I'm like thinking about through the day that I'm like, oh, that would be interesting to talk about on the podcast. But it's not like I want to fully flesh out the idea. I just want to make it like a bullet. Like I'm talking about this now, or like not talking about this now, but it's like, hey, these are things that I thought about. 
of like I was like going on a tangent with in my own brain and I was like you know what put it on in the podcast and so I, I it's more so like you should I, I I do not want to show this until everything on this list is checked off so that way it's like th- I will show this in a video or something this page once everything has been done will that ever happen lord knows but like I have bullet points with all my podcast ideas on one side and then the YouTube side is bullet points, a little bit of like like laying out things, like a little explanation, but it's just literally it's just like the one that I did last week uh, last week. I think I said recording on my phone was like something I wanted to talk about. So I just wrote recording on my phone. Uh bullet journal. Like trying to record an episode. You know what I mean? Like things that I was like, oh maybe I wanna touch on these things or these are podcast topics if I frequently never, <laughs> I can always talk. That's not what I was going to say. I, I, I infrequently go onto the microphone and go, oh no, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Like, I always feel like I have something I can come up with. Like, once I start talking, the wheel starts going and then it's like it's spun and then it gets momentum and starts going all, going all over the place. But it's sometimes, like today was a little daunting because I like started recording and I was like, or I was about to start recording, and I was like, uh, what the hell am I going to say? But, like, I think that's kind of the fun part of this is that I don't know what I'm going to say either. So in the moment that you're learning, I'm learning in the past moment. But we're all learning together, and that's what's fun. But I have some things on here, but what I was going to say is, speaking of find my friends. Well, not find my friends, but the location of my roommates. <laughs> Speaking of the coordinates of my roommates, do you want to know them? I can tell you them right now. And by that, I mean I will not, and that was a funny haha joke. Also, I wish you could see coordinates on Find My Friends. It gives you the, the location, but it doesn't give you the actual coordinates, and I feel like that's something that needs to come with iOS 14, is <laughs> I want nautical coordinates of all my friends. Who cares about miles? I need nautical coordinates. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have a friend who's 5,897 miles away from me. Also, what is Andalusia? That's cool. Uh, This random phone number can see my location, but I don't know. Hmm, I feel like I'm going to remove that because I don't know. (laughs) Friggin' pardon? That's weird. (laughs) That was so weird. Anyway, um, okay, so... (laughs) sometimes I get like I I go like my brain is like oh wow you you're just I don't know sometimes what I'm trying to do is is whenever I go you know like fully finish each of those thoughts because I want to like I don't know I think it's funny to go back and trace those thoughts but anyway um what I wanted to talk about was like find my friends it's now called it's call it's now called the find my app on ios it used to be called find my friends and then you had find my iphone but they in ios 13 combined it into an app called find my and you have three tabs you have people devices and me and like the me here it says uh, friend request share your location um notifications that you can give whatever edit location name uh oh yeah I need to do that anyway um and then you have your devices so all of the stuff and then things that you're sharing with your family so I have 
all of my devices as well as oh my gosh the last time that this item was found was 2012 it was locked what the hell that's my ipod probably my ipod shuffle or my ipod touch and then i have all my mom's devices and then i have people now i don't know about you but sharing location is my jam like i'm all about it and it's one of my favorite things on ios now okay that is a huge exaggeration i that is that is very false it is something i really enjoy about having an iphone and having friends who have iphones is that you can share location with people and i don't know that's i i guess of course i only share location with people that i trust i don't share location with randoms or people who I don't trust as like as friends in my life. The only um, exception, which is that this isn't any direct shade at any present roommates. I'm going to say that right now. I don't think my roommates know about my podcast. Will they ever listen? Probably not. That's not the point. Um, previous roommates that I had, uh, we all shared location because we all shared one bedroom and it was only three of us in one apartment. So it's kind of like... I don't know, I personally liked knowing like, oh, hey, are these people home? Or like they know when I'm coming home or especially being in a city that two out of the three of us did not know, two out of three of us did not have cars. So anyway, it's kind of a safety thing. But like now that I uh, am not, let's see, I thought I removed her. I thought I just saw it. Um, Oh yeah, let me remove, I just, (laughs) stop sharing my location. Yeah, goodbye remove that's gonna be awkward i literally don't remember if i just said her name on this podcast and if i did then that's fucking fine it's it's whatever i don't care but those people are not like my friends now and so i've removed them but for the i also it's not necessarily that i trusted them it's just that we live together anyway i have a lot of friends on here that i'm like okay i trust you in knowing what my location is and something that i find cool about sharing location with friends is that First of all, in the event of emergency, of course, like that's a really big deal. Or if your coworkers are somebody or you're, you're like, oh, hey, this person said they're going to be here at this time and like they're not answering their phone. They're not answering text messages. They haven't posted anything on social media and you share a location with them. Where were they last at? Like safety wise. That hasn't happened to me yet. You know, knock on wood, thank the Lord that like nothing like that has ever happened to me where I need to do something like that. But then also for personally for roommates, like I always want to be sharing location with my roommates if I can for the sake of like right now, I'm at home by myself. It's so nice and I can go on my phone right now and go, okay, uh, all of my roommates are either at work in LA far away from here like they're not here currently and then I can see where they're going to be for the purposes of literally like I don't give a shit what they're doing but I I guess this mainly pertains to me because like I make YouTube videos I make content online and I am not somebody who's comfortable like recording or filming in front of a lot of people like that's not that's not me I know that there's some people who don't care if you hear like if I'm in my room and then the other roommate maybe nobody's in my room and just me and then the other roommates in the living room or in their room and like I recorded my uh I think it was my G7X unboxing as well as 
another video. Another video recently. Like I, I filmed two videos in my apartment in Florida, my last apartment before I moved. And there were people in the living room, but I was like, I need to film this video. They were like watching TV and like being, you know, they weren't really focused on listening to me and I wasn't talking super loud. I put a blanket under the door to try to give some sound like protection, but it did make me a little uncomfortable. The fact that like, if they stopped talking, they could hear me filming my video. And the reason why I have an issue with that the most, like my personally me and like my comfortability level is because I, I mess up like when I, when I say things and I, I talk, now I'm talking about messing up talking and my, my mouth is just turning off. Um, I, I talk casually in my videos. I rarely script anything. I outline a lot of things, but I rarely like look at a script and read the word for word of what's on there. There were a few things that in my accident video, I wanted to make sure I said how I had hoped because I, one, just couldn't like film it a hundred times. But two, I wanted to make sure like, it was was a very important video to me. So there were a few things that I was like, I want to say it this way. And it might have not been the exact way it was written on paper, but like I don't script my videos, but first of all, the, the spaces in like my talking, I like to cut out in my videos. But secondly, sometimes I do mess up on saying something or I like, I have a lot more energy, like I'm talking and then I go, I don't know what to say next. And then I stop talking and then it's suddenly silence. And then I start talking again. And I don't know, I just feel like that would be a weird thing to listen on in onto. Like if I had a roommate who also made YouTube videos, maybe we would be both comfortable with each other to do that. I don't know. I've only filmed a video that somebody wasn't in like somebody wasn't in the video they I only filmed one video before in front of somebody and I was in front of my best friend and it was still really weird to me and actually funny enough the video never went up I filmed an Apple Watch Series 3 unboxing and oh crap Series talking me sorry and I I think it was just either too much footage or some, maybe we didn't have time to edit. Some, so there was some reason because of the footage or whatever that just never ended up going up. And I was like, ah, oh, scrap it. I got a new Apple Watch by now, whatever. But like, that was the only time. And I'm just not a huge fan of people watching me talk to the camera because I, it, it, it's, it's not a, it, I guess it's a comfortability thing. But then at the same time, I'm okay with people watching me if I was like acting on camera, like the crew members watching me act on camera. I don't know. That's another thing. So back to my original point with the location thing right now on my phone I kind of keep because I'm a little paranoid because I'm like this is too good to be true that I have this apartment to myself but I keep going in to find my and uh keep going to like find my people I guess you can call it now and it shows it doesn't it shows you uh, no Siri stop talking gosh I don't know why she's my SIRI because I don't want to activate her again has been acting weird recently and she keeps coming up on my computer and it's very annoying I need to figure that out but I have my mom at the top because she's under my favorites but then it lists it by the people that are closest to you and so my roommates are relatively close to me so I can go on to here and then it also says where they're at and how far away they are and so I can go on here and you know one of them is at uh, downtown Disney right now and so that's fine with sharing it because I don't, right now is not going to be when you're listening to this. So anyway, 
And also, I didn't say which one and where they are. There's so many. But, you know, anyway, one of them is at Downtown Disney right now. So I can go, okay, that's the closest person. And I know that no matter what, if they left Downtown Disney right now, that gives me 10 minutes. And then also, I can see if they're driving, if they just pulled up to the apartment. And then I can, like, hurry up and put all my stuff away and, like, end the podcast as if nobody knew I was here. Or especially if I'm filming a video. Oh, my God. Uh, nothing is worse then I need to sit up because it's probably messing with the audio. Nothing is literally worse to me than me sitting there filming a video and then hearing, oh, the audio is probably messed up. Let me, sorry. I was putting my, my back support behind my back. But nothing is worse to me than sitting there and filming a video and then hearing the, the door go like, and then somebody's there opening the door and I'm just sitting there in front of the camera and then I get so embarrassed. And the thing is people go, oh, I'm so sorry, like, you can keep filming, and then I'm not gonna keep filming, like, I'm, I just, I don't know, that's just me, and I'm not gonna keep filming, and so then I get all uncomfortable, and then I get frustrated, because something I'm trying, I mean, it depends on the video, and, like, experimenting with it, or whatever, but for the most part, unless if I have an outline for a video, like, a strong outline for a video, I don't like recording it in parts, because, I might say something differently in one take on a different day. And then even if I go back and like watch the video and I'm like, oh, okay, I said, like I said, X, Y, Z, like I don't need to say that in this next video or or whatever, the, the way I move, like a lot of my transitions are natural, Be in my opinion, I think they're natural because they happen naturally. I don't force a lot of transitions. And so the transition might go differently. And I've seen that happen before with video footage. Now, luckily, when it came to my accident video, there's a lot of different locations with that video. And it's actually from a little pull behind the curtain. It's a pull, look behind the curtain, a little peek behind the curtain. There we go. It's It was filmed on two different days in like three or four locations. And I filmed, uh, the, the first day is where I'm, I think I wasn't wearing the jean jacket in the second day. The second day was when I was like sitting in front of the green stuff. And the first day is when I'm on the actual beach in front of the rocks and stuff. And it just started getting way too dark. And I'd almost finished the video, but like the lighting was so bad. And once you bump up the ISO on video, it makes things really grainy. And I was almost at the max of my ISO and I still had a lot to left to do. So I just said, fuck it. I'm gonna like come back tomorrow. I can watch a little bit of my video. And then it turns out that there were still takes in there that I liked better than the second take. So I was able to put them together and like, I w I'm so happy with how that video turned out. Hold on, I'm writing this down right now because I need to come back to that video, but I want to finish my thought on um, incident video. I want to finish my thought on the find my friends thing. But anyway, I I don't know. I think that it, it's uh, f for the sake of roommates. I love find my friends. It is or find my people. You could say find my people is just a very funny way of phrasing it. But, but I really like that. And in the same way of, you know, that, that's just what I value when it comes to my alone time. But what if you have like a significant other or you just want alone time? You just wanted the apartment to yourself and you're just looking for, oh, nobody's going to be home. Okay, maybe I will go home now. Like, and then also like safety things like you, somebody's out really late or it says that they're at one place and, but, but they said they were going to be here instead. Like, you know, checking in on people or I don't know, just, just looking out for your friends. I, I, that's what I like it for. But 
I probably have better intentions than some people. Also, (laughs) speaking of, I have a lot of my, um, my improv fam, if you will, on my find my people, find my friends, because there was one night we were at uh, BJ's after a show, and somehow it came up, and I was like, yeah, I love sharing location with people. And then a lot of people were like, yeah, no, I love it. Like, I just find something kind of nice about it. And then one of our friends was like, I hate it. Like, you don't need to know where I am, whatever. And it was just very funny to me. It, I, I feel like it's a kind of not polarizing topic, but I feel like there's people who are very either, see, why the hell is Siri coming up again? And then I said Siri, and then it didn't come up. I need to figure out why that's being stupid. But there are people who are either like very like, yeah, sure, we can share location. I'm totally fine with that. It's not too much of a deal. And then they maybe think it's fun, but they're not like, it's not like a big deal. So yeah, that's one side of the spectrum is very casual. And the other side of the spectrum is I am very uncomfortable with this. Like you cannot know where I am. Like I do not want to share this with you. And it's just something that I find, I don't know, it fascinates me because I wonder where that comes from. Because so far, every time I've asked a person who's reacted that way, how they feel or like, you know, why they feel that way they kind of get like defensive is the wrong word but almost as if I like the fact that I'm asking to share location with them because it's not just me saying hey can I get your location it's I hey I want you to know where I am too like that's fine and like explaining to them where I'm coming from with it and then the person tends to get very like I, I think defensive is too strong of a word but very much like I'm their mom and they don't want me knowing where they are. And that's kind of how our friend reacted when we were all like, yeah, let's like, like I'm, I, I love sharing location. And then we all started sharing location and we were like, oh yeah, okay, do you want to share location of those two? And she was like, what? No, why would you want to do that? And we were like, whoa, like what's up? What do you mean? Like, why do you have this such like a disdain towards this? And she, she kind of was like, I, well, you know, you don't need to know where I am. And like, what's the point of that? And like, that's weird. Like, you know where I am. And I, I, I don't know, like social media tells you where you are. And also it's not a public thing. And if you trust me as a friend, like, why is that an issue? That I, I think that's the bigger issue for me when somebody says, no, I don't want to share location for with you especially when it's like a close friend because then I kind of go oh do you not trust me like (laughs) I I guess I guess you don't trust like I I don't know I kind of see see it as a way of trust but that's how I value it and I know that some people value it differently and obviously there is no wrong way to feel about this like if if you are just very concerned of your privacy and you want you know that to be something that's very maybe it's very sacred to you and it's not as sacred to me. Like, I, you know, if, you, if you're my friend or you're my roommate, sometimes those circles do not overlap on the Venn diagram. Very few, uh, very rarely do they do. But if you're a good friend of mine, it's not just any Tom, Dick, or Harry, or you're my roommate, like, yeah, I'd like to share a location with you. And then, it, we, I don't know, not, not necessarily keeping tabs on each other, but something that I've used it for in the past is surprising people. But once again, that's where I come in. I like, 
I oh yeah that's what it was my friend George and I share location because one time we took a trip to Disneyland that's the other thing is you don't need to always share a location I have a lot of people that I am constantly sharing location with but you can also do like oh share until a certain amount of time or share for an hour and George uh, my best friend Emily and I we all went to Disneyland we took a Disneyland trip and especially when it's maybe people in a new place or whatever reason you might want to share location so there's a few people that I've like done that with we go on a trip and then we all share location just in case we get split up and maybe you can't respond or especially like in Disneyland that happens a lot to me share location and then you go into Indiana Jones and you lose service and somebody's trying to text you but then you could go oh they were last found five minutes ago over by Indiana Jones they're probably waiting on the ride like you know what I mean so we did that and then George and I just never stopped sharing location and it's like he's one of my very good friends and so that's something that's totally fine by me and he came to Disneyland uh when was it it was last august and so august of 2019 and i knew he was going to be there because he was kind of telling me that he was he was going to disneyland on one of these days or whatever and i just happened to be there with friends for like a birthday or something like that and so i went onto my phone and was like i'm gonna surprise him he doesn't know oh that's what it was it was like we were gonna meet up the next day at disneyland and I told him I was busy the day before. And I hadn't seen him, him in like months. But I knew I was going to Disneyland. That's why I was busy. I was, I was going to Disneyland for, for a friend's birthday. And so I went on Find My Friends and found him. And just like snuck up on him and surprised him. And it was like such a good surprise. And he was so surprised. And it was so cute. So like I really like that. Like I think that's cute. But then also maybe you have friends who... Like I have my friend Evelyn who she went on a date with somebody and I was like a little nervous for her. Like, you know, just that's, I don't know, as a friend, like you meet somebody and then you don't know, you don't know this guy and you're going on a date and whatever. And so I was like, let's share location, but she has an Android. So I looked, I was like, would you be okay with sharing location with me? Because if you aren't, then like, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to be mad at you for not sharing location with me, but like I would just feel way more comfortable because you're going on this date and yada yada whatever. So we um, we found this app called Life 360, and it's pretty much like Find My Friends, but l- like you can have different categories of friends, which is kind. I mean. it's the reason why they have the different category it's called a circle that's what it is so you have a circle and then everybody in the circle can see each other's location versus on find my friends or find my you just do the location sharing between one individual person so it's it is the best thing i've been able to find since find my friends but on like non-Android and this app is available on iOS and Android so we made that and like we still share a location and I don't like like I was kind of saying before it's I haven't been on this app I still have it on my phone and then it also has a few safety features on here too which is cool but like while she was on her date I was able to like she she didn't text me back for a while and so I was getting a little nervous because I just you know being that friend that was nervous of this you know friend going on her first date and she told me that this was the address she was going to be at and so I looked and I was like oh she's there okay cool you're still there 
like you said, you were going to maybe go somewhere else, but you haven't left yet, and that's fine. And then just kind of, like, checking in. And also, like, a lot of these things share, like, battery life, too, which is cool, or, or some things like that. And then you can, you can send out, like, a safety report. They have things like uh, roadside assistance on here, too. This app has updated a little bit. But, yeah, it's like I haven't been on it because it's not like I'm out here searching on my friend Evelyn or searching on any of my friends I'm just a little just searching on my roommates just so I can record a podcast in peace but yeah I um I'm kind of curious as to whoever if there's anybody listening to this episode I would like to know what you what your stance on the sharing location with friends I'm not saying like snapchat locations I know they had that for a minute and I'm not on snapchat But I, I, you know, you see people repost screenshots on the internet in places and people be like, yeah, this is so creepy because the thing is it shows everybody who you fought, like it was, it was automatically on for anybody who follows you, which is scary because randos can follow you. But on Find My or on this Life360 app, it's like this person requests, like you have to send your location to them. They can't request location from you. So you can send your location to a person, but they that you can't be like, give me your location. And they can't just automatically get your location, which is cool. And then, like I said, you can turn it off whenever you want. You can remove somebody, whatever. So I, I would, that's, that's the only thing, I guess, the, the benefit of having a video podcast is if you're on YouTube, you can comment and go, where is, or, <laughs> I my the two wires of my brain just crossed and I said the wrong thing I meant to say you could comment like I could ask you what's your stance on sharing location with friends like a find my friends type of deal and then you could comment but on like apple Podcasts, for instance a lot of people go oh yeah leave a five-star review first of all I've never said that but like if you'd like to leave a review of my podcast, please do, because I don't think there are... Let's let's jump onto the internet real quick. Onto the internet, and by that, I mean the podcast app. Okay, let's see. 19 episodes. Waterfall of Consciousness. How do I... Would it just show up? Waterfall of Consciousness. Oh, I have six ratings? OMG! Wait, y'all... How do I see them? I okay. Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. <gasps> okay, there's no comments, I guess. Or will I only see them if I Oh, whoops. I just rated my own podcast 5 stars. I mean, like you could do that. Oh, so that's how it works. So you could just do 5 stars or you could do write a review. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so if you, that's what I hear a lot of people on podcasts doing, especially when it comes to content creator podcasts, like YouTubers making podcasts and whatnot, they go, oh yeah, write a review and like answer this question. And so I guess people have just done five stars. Oh my God, that's so nice. Six ratings. Thank you so much, everybody who's rated the podcast. Ah, and you could, can you rate it multiple times? I don't want to do it again because I don't want to like mess up. Like I did not mean to rate my own podcast. I mean, I did, but I, I like, yeah, yeah, promote your, like, give yourself five stars that's what the energy in 2020 is but i don't want to accidentally rate myself twice and then that's not accurate and whatever you know what i mean but i kind of find that weird to be like yeah i'm going to respond to the question of the week via a review you know and so 
like I made a Twitter for my podcast, but then I also have my Instagram, as you guys know. And I feel like maybe a good place to do that would just be in the comment section of the picture. Because I'm trying to post a picture every time I post an episode. So maybe I'll pose this question in the caption. But like, I, like somehow, you know, holla at me on the interwebs. Uh, I'd like to know what you think about like sharing location with friends. Like doing like a find my friends sharing thing like a private sharing, like, is that something that you're, like, totally casual with, or is that something that really freaks you out, and if you're comfortable with sharing, like, why? Obviously, like, don't say anything more than you, than you want to say, but, like, I just, I just find it interesting, because I know that there's some people who have, like, maybe really controlling parents, and that just gives them, like, remnants of, like, oh, my parents always needed to know where I was, they had a tracking device on my phone, so I don't want anybody to know where I am, like, I get that, or maybe it's a, like, a personal thing of, like, hey, I feel like I'm independent in my own free time. I don't want people checking up on me. Or do you not trust certain people? Are you okay with certain people? And then you're not okay with certain people. Like how I said, I'm kind of like, I'm okay if they're a good friend of mine, but I wouldn't just have like a random friend add me on there. Or like, I wouldn't add a random friend. Like I wouldn't send a random friend my location. I'd send somebody who I care about and who I trust. So yeah, I'm very curious as to how you guys feel about that because it's something that's really interesting to me. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. But yeah, I always, I always like to, if I can surprise somebody, that's always fun. Just go, like, you know, think of somebody randomly. You're like, I wonder, are they home right now? Oh my God, are they school right now? Oh, perfect. They're at school. I can go see that. Oh, they're at work. Okay. I can go give them lunch. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Okay. We're going to take a drink of water because I've been yakking for a long time. Mm. I've got a chocolate bar sitting on my table, which I should not be eating because I've been, I don't, I'm not allergic to chocolate. There's nothing I have against chocolate. And honestly, I I don't eat as much chocolate as I used to like six years ago. Honestly, like I'd get like a king size chocolate bar every time we went grocery shopping, which is not often. That's maybe once every two weeks, but still that I have my chocolate consumption I don't know the last time I had a chocolate candy. Like, let's put it that way. Oh, it was Halloween. But still, besides Halloween, like, when? Anyway. Um, and I'm just very tempted to grab a piece right now. But I am literally just talking. And I need my mouth empty. So there's that. But, um, okay. But I, I think the last thing I want to talk about, if I'm going to put a cap on anything, is my accident video. So, if y'all... Um, and may, yeah, I was, I was just going to say, maybe I can make a whole episode about this too, which I honestly could. Cause there's more than what I put in this 37 minute video, but I, um, I made a video. I pu- uploaded it on January 31st, which was the five year anniversary of my car accident that really just completely changed my life forever. And... I, um, I, okay, so the video is almost at 500 views. It's at 485 views as of the time of recording this video, or recording this podcast. And views are not important. That does not define, views are important for different reasons. I'm going to come back to that. The number does not define the quality of content. That's something that I think a lot of people forget and I'm personally a victim of doing it as not victim. I am personally guilty of doing it as well. Maybe you go, you search something on YouTube, 
and you go, oh, this video has more views, therefore it is a more reliable source, therefore it's more credible, it is more popular, it's more, um, it, it's a better video. That's not true. That's literally so not true. Because if I'm watching a video because it has more views, because I think there's some sort of value in it, that doesn't mean anything. There are plenty of times I've looked up a certain video on YouTube. Maybe I was looking for a tutorial or a review or something where I was like, I want to see this video. I want to look up, you know, what the best, like, okay, let's go to my, uh, something I've been looking up a lot recently, G7X Mark III reviews a review on this camera that I just bought and that I've wanted for years and I was looking at videos and there would be times where I would see a video that had more views first of all if you're just searching something it will put it to the top like of the recommended because it has the most views but what I'll try to do is I, I try to do as often as I remember is go into the search like criteria and changing from like recommended or relevance is I think what it's called to upload date or like it'll, it'll even search order it by views and if you're ordering something by views and you clicked on the most viewed video there were plenty of times where I clicked on a video that was the most viewed video and it was the worst video I was like oh this sucks and then I go to a video that maybe has in comparison to this video that had 30,000 views I go to another video that has 27 views 300 views whatever and it's a better quality video. It's got better information in it. And it's literally my, um, for lack of a better term, dilemma as a small content creator is that I have less views on my things. That's not necessarily bad, but I'm going to have less views on a lot of my content because I don't have a million subscribers and my stuff doesn't get out there as crazy as some other people's stuff is. And so it, it was just it was just me being a big like you know you just you just get that in your brain because that's what the oh no oh where is she i'm looking at my find my friends and i have a roommate who's uh-oh we have somebody who's on their way home party people okay i'm gonna try to wrap this up a little bit um i've got like i've got like 10 minutes she's 10 minutes away and i think she's on her way home anyway um when it comes to my accident video. That's where I was going with this. The fact that it has almost 500 views right now, and the reason why that's like valuable to me is not because, oh, look at how good it's doing. Like, people say that a lot. Like, look how good this video is doing. It's got so many views. One, that does not mean it's doing good. Like, the likes and the comments, that's going to be showing a video is doing good. But what's so... um, valuable to me is potentially 485 views mean that 480 that's what you think about is that 485 people have seen this video which is not necessarily true because what if somebody goes back and re-watches a video or or maybe they didn't watch it through all the way and youtube still counts a view even if it's less than the whole entirety of the video you know but let's go on the lower end. Let's even say 300. Let's cut it by a lot. Let's say 300 different people watched some part of my video and I can go into the analytics and see when people dropped off. But like 300, 400, some odd, almost 500, let's assume that every view is is an individual person. 500 people saw my title, saw my video and said, 
I want to hear this story. And then people watched it and liked the video and left an encouraging comment. And I've been trying not to get emotional about it a lot. Because, I mean, I look at it every day. Because the, the fact that the number just keeps jumping and jumping, like, blows my mind. Like, this is my accident. And, like, besides the fact that this video was one that was so important to me. Because I wanted to get my story out there. Not only for the sake of, like, getting it. I kind of mentioned this in the video. But, like, me... I don't want to say making this story public. Because it, it was already public. If you asked me about it, if I had the opportunity to tell you about it, I would tell you about it. But on such a wide scale, me being able to say this story finally in its entirety, giving the details, the the shitty details, the happy, like there's not a lot of happy things in that video, but just telling about this huge part of my life and this thing has changed me forever and that's so important to me in this video that I've been wanting to make for so long and that there is so many people who are hearing it. And I, I've received so many messages online of people saying, you know, thank you for sharing your story. Um, people saying, I really connected with this. And watching it made me cry. Um, I, I connected with this because I feel like I'm in the same place as you or maybe I haven't experienced the same thing but I can relate to it a lot or people just going thank you for your bravery of sharing you know all, all the dirty details of, of your accident and your story and all that stuff like I the Something I think about a lot, I think about this a lot more than I, than I think I think about it, it comes in my subconscious a lot, is I was listening to the Pete Holmes podcast um, years ago. It's one of my favorite podcasts, and Pete Holmes is one of my favorite comedians. And he was talking with T.J. Miller, and T.J. Miller was talking about this theory or this, this um, mantra is the wrong word. I'll say theory. I'll leave it a theory because I don't want to butcher it. But this theory that him and his wife have that time is God. That, you know, time is all-knowing. It's all-powerful. It is always existing, always present. And I think about that a lot. And time is something that I put a huge value in. Because it, 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 time has so much control because it is constantly existing. It is constantly moving. Time stops for nobody. The world can feel like time stops, but like time is constantly moving forward. Time is what dictates our, our health, our well-being, how long things are made. Like the process for, you know, growing a human is 10 months that is time you look at the time you go oh the time is almost up this human is almost created when people get past a certain age it's like well their time is running out like they are they're going to die because they've reached the highest limit of time that their life could go in your day your work like time is constantly passing that's what we're constantly looking at and i personally value my time 
immensely. And I've learned that one of my biggest pet peeves and something that is a huge sign of disrespect to me is disrespecting my time. And and not respecting my time of when it came to, I had a, like a stupid story. I had a teacher that I ended up dropping the class after like three weeks because the teacher never showed up to class on time, but she would push our time later than the class started with kind of this, she never vocally said it, but like, she never said it like point blank period, but it was this kind of idea. Well, I, we started late, so we're going late, but I was at class on time. You were not. You were not here because you properly managed, you improperly managed your time. You were running late, whatever. But as part of our agreement of me signing up for this class, I am allowed to leave at this time. This is a college class. This is not high school. Like this is a college class, and I signed up for this class because this is how it fit in my schedule. So because you are late does not mean that now I am late. And so I dropped the class because my biggest issue, besides the fact that I felt like the class was a little bit of a waste of time and like, whatever, once again, waste of time. But she did not respect our time. And that is a huge pet peeve of mine. Or uh, canceling plans, not, not as much the same thing, but not necessarily canceling plans, but you know you're running late to something. And you don't tell me until the last minute and I've been sitting and waiting somewhere for you and now I'm in this position where I can't leave. And, or, you know what I mean? Like those things have probably happened before and there's people who are chronic, you know, doers of that. But like in that sense, that is time that I, I, I value time so much. And my personal time, my time off, uh, I hate wasting my time. And so where I'm pretty much getting with this is the fact that my video that I put so much time and effort into, oh gosh, where's my roommate? Where's she going? Oh, sweet. I thought she was coming home. Nope, she's not. Oh, I can, woohoo. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Jeez, I'm stupid. Um, anyway, where I put a huge, the, sorry, uh, this video that I put a lot of time into, first of all, I put a lot of effort into it. So it's nice to see that people are watching this thing that I put a lot of time into and a lot of thought and heart into. But the fact that people are sharing their precious time with me to hear something about me and my story is invaluable to me. And like... You know, when you're like, you're not crying, but like me, when I'm about to start crying, like I can feel my eyes. It's like they're tickling and like my, it's like my eyes, they're like preparing for the tears and like your, my nose starts like tickling. That's what just happened with me. (laughs) Um, I... people have written me and um like I said saying saying thank you for sharing and I I connected to you in some way and that is something that I was one of my like my biggest goal with that video it was of course to get this this thing off my chest and for my own if you will my own selfish reasoning is 
if somebody goes, hey, what happened? Or like all these things, or just like asking me questions or whatever, I can send them this video and it, hey, if you care, like watch the whole video through its entirety and you're gonna learn a lot about me and how I feel about this situation. But the other side of it was, I know I have watched, stop it, <laughs> gosh, here it comes. Okay, I have watched people online who I resonate with their situation. Um, something I talk about in my video is invisible disability and how I identify as having an invisible disability, which is pretty much, uh, something that can plague you that is not visible. So they even in some websites that I read even say like, you know, diabetes can be considered an invisible disability. Um, if you wear contacts that can be considered an invisible disability because, even something as like let's say you you got a little you're a little nearsighted that might be in impedance on your vision like I have good vision I don't need to wear glasses I wear these yellow light glasses so they don't hurt my eyes but like there are people who need glasses to see and they need contacts to see so that's their it, it's not really visible you can't see contacts in a person's eyes unless of their color but you know what I mean like and, and if you're looking at a person's eyes, they are normally clear contacts if they're just for vision and you can't see those, but that's something that they, they experience. Same thing with diabetes. A lot of people, you don't see people experiencing their diabetes. And I somehow, literally, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you how I stumbled upon it, but I've, I found this community like on YouTube, on the internet of people with invisible disabilities. Some of them might be chronic illnesses, um, diseases, or, or you know physical ailments or injuries like mine. And when I finally, when I heard those stories and it kind of clicked in my brain of like, that's what I resonate with. Like it meant so much to me. I have shed so many tears watching people's videos of, of them talking about something that maybe I don't experience directly, but I can relate so much to. And so when people send me a message that's like, I watched your video and I connect with it and I cried and then I think of the times that I watched a video that I was so happy to see because it finally gave me a sense of meaning or belonging or even there is a there is a comfort in knowing and maybe it's not like good to know but like like knowing that there's a name for something or like like for instance i uh when i found out i have a heart condition it's a very minor like does not affect me currently at this point unless if i start passing out then i have then it's a big deal but i've always thought that i had a heart condition and i just thought i was crazy whatever and then being told that there was a name to it and that it's not a big deal but there is a name to it you're not crazy like that's so emotional there's this peace in knowing and so once I like knew something that I could be a part of and especially with invisible disabilities being so broad and mine being so unique in the sense of like the way it happened what it particularly is how people just don't have some doctors just kind of like I don't I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like those are a lot of connected themes throughout this community if you will and so 
the fact that I had people messaging me and just saying, I related to this in some way. Thank you for sharing. Or even just people saying, thank you for being so strong and sharing your story. I, you know, I respected you before, but there's so much more added respect I have. Or, or what are just all these kind, kind messages I have gotten. They hit me really hard. Because... The thing I value most is time. And the fact that you were willing to share your time with me, something that you cannot get back, that is so valuable. So, um, those 485 views is people saying whether they're complete views or not, or, you know, somebody dropped off after a minute. You dedicated some of your time to me. You gave me this, like, wasn't there a movie about people who, like, the currency of the world was time? And, like, you could buy a big house, but then you were giving up some of your time, and then you worked for time, or, you know, whatever, or you went to jail, and then to get out of the jail, you'd have to give up some of your time, and then if you went to, if once you ran out of time, you died, like, <laughs> you know, and so, like, you gave me some of this very valuable currency that you have, because you wanted to hear what I had to say, and it just means a whole heck of a lot, um, speaking of time, let me check my, um, location of all my roommates to make sure they're not on the way home, and then I have less time, <laughs> And uh, no, they're all still two miles away, so I think we're good. But uh, I need to take a drink of water. Good garlic. Ooh. Who put this freaking rock in my throat? God. Ooh. I guess they say, like, you get choked up because it feels like you're being choked. I guess, like, it just somebody's putting pressure on your throat because that's what it felt like. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> so I, I, I guess with that I'll say if you are somebody who's watched my accident story thank you if, if you're somebody and I always I always try to say this like especially with the podcast too because the podcast is a different medium than the video and like it is it is an hour it's an hour I never create anything an hour long you would think so with how long my YouTube videos normally are like, my accident story is 37 minutes long, so they are not short. A lot of my videos are, ooh, I've been doing better. I've been getting under 15 minutes. I'm I'm a chronic, like, 30-minute video person, I feel like. I'm looking back at my videos. They're not all that long. Okay. Anyway, I feel like I always I get shit on for that. But, um, uh, especially with the podcast and, like, whatever. If you take any of your time, if you spend any of your time on me, I, I appreciate it, and it's it's so valuable to me. Um, but like, especially with this video, it's it's the I would beg to say the most important video I've ever made. The most important video to me that I've ever made. I've made like I'm I made a video about my like thirst project campaign and and. Um, and graduating college and all that stuff but like this is one of the most important videos to me that I've ever made so thank you for spending your time on it if you have not um seen it yet 
I, I would love it if you had some time to spend on me. <laughs> uh, play it while you're making your dinner, you know. Uh, but yeah, so... It is also overwhelming to think that that many, like, you put that many people in a room and you just go, holy shit, like, there's like 300 people living in my apartment complex. So it's like every person that lives in my apartment complex saw my video. How wild. People who I haven't talked to in years have messaged me. Like, that, that, yeah. Yeah, year, multiple, there are like, there are three people who I have not talked to in literal multiple years who have reached out to me so far and wrote me such kind and heartfelt messages and like that's just really really cool it's really freaking cool and awesome and yeah so anyway i think (laughs) i think with that uh that's where i'm gonna go ahead and end it (laughs) for the the podcast um now Uh, it got like I feel like I was so deep and like just like uh, I'm crying about my mm, accident. It's terrible. <laughs> what? Why am I mocking myself? God, I'm an asshole to myself. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well the podcast is over. I'm just gonna giggle a little bit anyway. Um, just thank you. Thank thank you. If if you spend time on listen to my podcast like that's that's such a huge thing because it is just kind of this like formless me speaking to you and are you benefiting anything from this I maybe I hope so I hope it's at least enjoyable I hope you are getting joy out of this but maybe I don't know you learn something you feel something I don't know I don't know but like you put any time into my videos like just thank you yeah Thank you so much for your time. With that being said, (laughs) I would like to uh, go ahead and do our spotlight of this episode. And I would like to, um, Christ, why can't I talk? Oh my gosh, the... Uh, I'm no I was just about to cut that I'm not cutting that because you get to experience how my brain just like you know shits out um anyway if you don't know what my spotlight is my the spotlight on my Instagram on my Instagram freak on a stick the spotlight on my podcast is the time I like to take at the end of my podcast to shout somebody out that I follow on the internet in real life whatever that I follow in real life. I'm not following anybody. I do, I know I talked about like tracking location of people a lot in this episode, but I don't follow it. <laughs> I sound like a psychopath. Anyway, people who I keep up with or they do stuff on the internet or the content creators or whatever, whatever it may be, or they make stuff in real life, like anything, anybody who I want to shout out. I don't think I've ever done a business before. Let me go back. Um, yeah, I, I have no businesses on here. Maybe it's just people that I'm really liking. Like, I, I in the past, I've done, you know, like, comedy groups, uh, YouTubers, uh, comedians, Instagrammers, artists, uh, photographers, myself back-to-back, and then just people that I really enjoy. And what I mainly go off of is their Instagram handle, because I personally have the belief that Instagram has kind of become the homepage for you on the internet. You're not going to add any Tom, Dick, or Harry on Facebook, but like people, for a lot, a lot of people keep their Instagrams either public or they'll approve people on Instagram, but like 
if you're trying to market yourself on the internet in some way, you have an Instagram, it's public, people can follow you, but you don't have to follow them back. So you can put, you know, links to things, you can showcase your work, you can showcase what you do or, or create or your business or anything like that. And so I shout out people's Instagrams. I try to shout out any of their other social media that they have. And then I link it all in the show notes of this episode. So for this episode, episode 21, I would like to shout out, um, the, or the, sorry, I'm phrasing this so weird. The spotlight of this episode 21 is at Emily Ann, also known as my best friend, Emily. Emily is a actress. She's a dancer. She's a amazing photographer. And she is also my best friend. She is um, one of the best people I know. Emily makes tons of different content online. First of all, she's got her personal Instagram, which is it's kind of like her personal like blog page, whatever. She's an actress. She's a model. She posts pictures of her face and occasionally I'm featured on there as well because we're best friends. Actually, if you go into her feed, I'm in the second row. Go like that picture, please. But anyway, um, Emily is a, a beautiful person inside and out. She is a fantastic photographer and I've actually had her as the spotlight on a previous ep- episode. But of course, I'll shout out her uh, photography Instagram, which is at Emily's. That's at Emily Shoots, I was reading her, what I'm getting to, her Disney Instagram, which is at Emily's New Groove. And the way that you spell her personal Instagram is at E-M-A-L-I-E-A-N-N-E, Emily Ann. She spells it creative because she's creative like that. I've also talked to her about making a YouTube channel and it's something that she's thinking about. I don't know, because I feel like she would make a lot of cool content about being in LA, the process of moving to LA, there goes the ice maker again, being an excellent photographer. A lot of my pictures that I post on my personal Instagram, you might see tagged by, I not tagged by her, I tag her in because she's just great at taking pictures and she's a wonderful, she creates such beautiful art with her camera, but she's also an actress. So if you're looking for an actor in the world, you can hit her up. But yeah, if you just want to know anything, you know, all things relating to Emily, go check out her Instagram at Emily Ann. She's my best friend. I love her so very dearly. She is, um, we've, we've, our five-year best friend anniversary is coming up this May, which is just insane to think about. But, um, but yeah, so if you, if you want to follow a really cool Instagram account, also her pictures are very aesthetic and like very pretty. It's it's nice to come up and be like, oh my gosh, pretty girl smiling at me and like the colors and wow. Oh, look, she's in LA. Oh, good captions. Ah, Disney. Oh my gosh. Adventure. If you like adventure things, if you like Disney things and they like Emily things, go follow at Emily Ann on the Instagrams. And she doesn't really have any other place on the internet mainly just instagram so she links her uh herself on in her bio too so if you forgot the other handles i will link them down below but also check out at emily ann and that is it for our spotlight of this episode and speaking of promotion you can go follow me on all my social media at onleash.jpg on instagram for my personal instagram at onleash veldman on pretty much everything else in the world i have a patreon which is patreon.com slash i still don't know how i got that username and then i've got like my website or whatever you know onleashveldman.com and my youtube channel youtube.com slash and I have a whole bunch of different Instagram pages. I do have the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast Instagram. It's Waterfall Pod. So go follow it. Comment in the comment of the post I'm going to make for this episode about how you feel about the um, 
the, the location thing with friends, like the find my friends, like, hey, I'm going to give you my location, like whatever. Is that something that's super private and secretive to you? Or is that something you're really comfortable with sharing? Like, I, or is it something that you're like, okay, just a select group of people. Like, are you more like me where it's like, okay, a select group of people? Or are you like, yeah, give it out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Who gives a shit? Or are you like, nobody will know where I am unless if they put a chip in my body. Like, how do you feel? <laughs> that got very dramatic. How do you feel though? Um, okay. Wow. I cannot believe I was able to record another freaking episode in 2020. And it's February. Oh my gosh. First week of February. Wow. We're on it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening, y'all. I, like I said, a million times and a half before in this episode, I value your time. I appreciate your time. And thanks for hanging out with me. And thanks for letting me hang out with you on your commute or your walk or your study session or you're just sitting in your couch in your living room staring at a blank wall listening to me talk to you. However it is, I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. Stay beautiful. Have a marvelous day. And I will chat with y'all in the next one. Bye.